G'day legends and welcome to this episode of the Hey Big Mac podcast. We thank you for watching, listening, subscribing and viewing wherever you are getting these episodes. We hope everyone is having a crack a day while you're about to start listening to this episode. A couple of mentions from our sponsors, got to keep the lights running. Alrighty guys, we have a word from LJ Fab. Really thank him for being a massive sponsor of the podcast. If you are looking for a custom tray, canopy, dog box, under tray toolboxes, guards, anything like that for your 4x4, he does a lot. Uh, he's based in Chinchilla. He ships Australia-wide. Guys, he's been a massive supporter of the podcast, and we're a massive supporter of him. Go check him out over at LJ Fab. He is an absolute legend over there, family-run business. We can't thank him enough. Legends, we have a new sponsor on the podcast. It is My 4x4. Now, this is like a resume for your own four-wheel drive, rig, car, whatever it may be. You can keep a complete list of everything that's on your car, answer every question someone has about your car in one place. You add your parts, photos, record events, trips, time in the shed, everything. You create your own short URL to link to your build in your social bio. You can research what parts and mods other people with the same car are using and ask them any questions you have. Guys, I think this is a fabulous way to extend what people are doing in the industry and avoid those little nasty questions that everyone's always asking, what lift and tires are you running? This is an awesome thing I'm happy to be supporting this year on the podcast. So go check them out on my 4x4. You'll see the links in our social bios. We also have a word from Froth and Race Parts. Guys, Froth and Race Parts, it's myself and Andre. If you want to check out some off-road race parts for your rig, go check it out on the socials, Froth and Race Parts. And last but not least, guys, if you're not following on Spotify, subscribing on YouTube, please check it out. Um, Spotify, you just search up the Hey Big Mac podcast. Uh, anywhere else you're listening, it'll be the exact same name. On YouTube, guys, we have the Hey Big Mac podcast and Froth Bros Media. Please go over, give them a subscribe, you know, enjoy the content. The opportunity here, if you want to advertise your business or brand, reach out to the email heybigmacpodcast at yahoo.com. Uh, that's where you can inquire about any of the sponsorship advertising on these episodes. Thank you, guys. We appreciate your support. Let's hear today's episode. Shake and bake. How's it going, legends? Welcome back to the Hey Big Mac podcast, your number one four driving destination podcast in Australia. Um, I'm your host, Hey Big Mac. Uh, before we get into today's episode, I just want to make a special mention to our sponsors, LJ Fab and Hamptons Media Services. All right, radio guys. Well, welcome back. Um, I'm in the hot seat. It's been a long two weeks since we sort of sat down and done a potty, the last one I've done with Matt. Um, basically, welcome back to the Hey Big Mac podcast. Thank you for watching, listening, viewing, subscribing, streaming. Um, we appreciate all the support. It goes goes a long way and does not go unnoticed. Um, I'm just sitting here today by myself. Uh, it's just another Sunday in the shed, catching up on a few things. And this week's just going to be a little bit of a update episode, a bit of a recap of different things going on, some topics, and yeah, let you know sort of where we're heading at the moment with the potties. So um, I suppose if we're sort of stuffing around, we'll get into it. So. As some people would have seen this week, I've finally drawn the Hey Big Mac 20k follower giveaway. Um, absolutely unreal. Can't thank the companies that jumped on board enough. Like you got Custom Searing Solutions, J Max Off Road, Roo Systems, um, Hyde Country, Hang On Cords, GME. It's it's all these companies that give us, you know give us the opportunity to be able to run the utes and build the utes and do all this sort of stuff and that's what counts so yeah no i was i was bloody stoked with that and, um we got three good winners out of it jakey dirk 
uh, all-time ventures and um, Ben Greenhall. So I was absolutely blown away that Matt and Chloe won it. But as I say to everyone, the only fair chance of winning is a fair chance of actually entering. And look, some of my best mates won it. And they're some of the best people that support me. Like I've seen two comments already from people that are saying, oh, it's rigged, blah, blah, blah. Well, did you enter? Did you follow the rules? If you haven't done that, then you've got nothing to stand on. Like it's, you, you can't cry this and cry that when you, you didn't take part and do it yourself. So, I mean, it's not rigged. It's just it, it went to the people that, you know, they support it. They entered. They did the right thing. And I, I didn't even draw the names. It was done on a website. It was done by a third party. Like I had nothing to do with the draws. So, yeah, that's all I can say. Congratulations to those boys. And, yeah, thanks for entering the giveaway. Um, so, pretty much this week on the call line, so if you're listening to this right now, the week it's released, till this Sunday, I believe, you've got the opportunity to win a Dometic Esky, a Dometic Fluke Esky. Um, if you go over to the Habing Mac Instagram, like Habing Mac Podcast Instagram, you can see the giveaway details. All you have to do is call up on the injector line, like send in your voicemail, your, like just a jump on your Snapchat, send us a video. Um, basically funniest yarn, topic story, anything to do with four driving, whatever it might be. If you just want to talk to us or give us an opinion, um, send us a topic. Um, it, the best call of that, me, Andre and Matt are going to decide the winner. The best call is going to win a fluke Dometic Esky, so... So jump in, win yourself an esky, like how hard could it be? Just get, and a lot of people are struggling with the call line, not understanding how to do it. It's just a voice recording app on your phone. Set, send it in by email to heybigmacpodcast at yahoo.com. And yeah, you're in the running. We're going to listen to them all. Um, it's pretty much sight unseen. So there's no, like just full of surprises. We don't know what we're going to be listening to. It's just going to be there. So yeah, um, Send them in. If you can't send it in by email, send take a video on your phone because we're only using the audio. Take a video on your phone, recording yourself, recording whatever it is, talk to it and just send it in via the podcast page or my Instagram page. Um, then we'll know we'll just be able to file them. But yeah, that's um go with an esky, guys. Like, how hard could it be? Like, you gotta keep those beers cold somehow. Like, go grab some buddy beers off, I don't know, whatever company you drink, your mates, whatever it might be. Um, yeah, so, but if you, the next, the next one I was talking on the list, we're going to just rattle off some admin topics, I suppose, first up. It's influencer news. This one got sent to me. Someone said we need to, sort of like we did at the very start of the podcast was, you know, talk about what's going on in the industry with like the bigger names and all that. And I don't know, I thought an influencer news section, like just a topic section of what's going on with the biggest names this week. See what's going on, whether it includes, you know, myself, some of my mates, some of the people I don't know, just go with it. Um, it helps when there is a few people that send in weekly of just different stuff they see online, whether it's good, bad, drama, someone attacking someone. Like, we see it, we get a note of it. Ultimately, it comes down to us on the end of the day who we want to talk about on this show and what we want to talk about. There's some pretty disturbing topics actually come up online 
through socials even in the last couple of weeks. And look, I'm not going to talk them on here and I'm not going to bring something out of context that, you know, serious accusations that don't need to be mentioned on here without the knowledge. Like I'd rather get a statement from both people if they had the time and, you know, put their side of the story out. But that's not my job. I'm not a bloody courthouse. So I could say my opinion about it, but I don't think I really need to speak speak on any of it. Um, but yeah, influencer news, I think would be a great idea. Like something to just, you know, you talk about whether someone's building a car and what's happened or, you know, you get giveaways or just a little feed section for what's going on. Cause I know like myself, I can't keep up to every single YouTube video every week of every single influencer. Like there's so much good stuff out there. So just a little thing that I thought when that got sent into me, I was like, that's a good idea. We could just keep influencer news in a segment. And that way we're not idolizing the whole podcast around just, I know, the big names and what's going on each week and vice versa. Just It'd just be cool to dedicate a section to that sort of content. Um, next update I've got is actually for myself. I've, I've pulled the ute off the road. Um, I ended up selling my steel tray. So LJ Fab, he's been an absolute legend. Alrighty, legends, we interrupt this episode to bring you a word from our sponsor, LJ Fab. Are you looking for a new tray, canopy, or dog box for your rig? Make sure you get over and see the team who offer flexibility and custom design to suit your needs. They're a few hours west of Brisbane, located in Chinchilla, and they're shipping Australia wide. Now, they've got a few spots left in and bookings after that, so make sure you get in quick and get your booking ready for your rig. Uh, they've also given us a discount code, so if you mention Hey Big Mac Podcast... He's going to take 10% off your next tray. So terms and conditions apply and get in quick. Thanks, Legends. Back to today's episode. You. My new tray is on the way. It's got out of paint. Hopefully in like the next week or two, I should be able to just, you know, get the call off him and go out, pick it up, get it all assembled. And yeah, I, I, I'm so bloody keen for it. But I, the one thing that's still sort of something is I haven't figured out like my exhaust and all that yet. I don't know exactly who I'm going to go through, so... I would like to work with a company because, you know, money is key. But, yeah, if if there is a company that wants to actually advertise and, you know, do work out a deal of some sort, like, yeah, I'm all for it. If not, I'm I'm probably going to pick someone that's a mate that, you know, I'd rather support a mate and give him some coin and, you know, get a product on my ute that I'm happy with. So, yeah, um, that's another big one. Like, I've, I put out the post on socials and everyone flooded them, but, as I said on there, I, I don't want your best mate who, you know, he might just have a shop and do it. I want to know who's got the best work. So that was that was another big one for me is, you know, I suppose that's a different one that comes across as well. How many people do you get out there that, you know, they'll go, oh, like this, say they're supported by a company. This is the best of the best of the best. Like you can't do that for just every company. Like if there's 15 different influencers out there, going oh you've got to support this tuning shop or you've got to support this suspension shop well yeah they're going to say it's the best because that's who's paying them to live their life at the end of the day and look i know i'm guilty of the same thing i sit there and i go look jmax is the best but it's also the best in their category for suspension like they know it i know it. everyone else sort of knows it. you're going to have different things for different things so if you want to go touring like i say and have like a heavy load of vehicle and be able to handle it and be safe Go J-Max. If you want the most redneckest, cowboy, flexing, crazy thing, go to another company that's going to do a backyard thing in the shed 
You're never going to get a stamped plate on it. It's never going to be legal. But, hey, you're going to have the craziest flex out there so you can show off to your buddy. So, look, he might have the best kit for flex and suspension, but is it legal? No. But does that make it the best? Yes and no. But it, it, it just sort of comes down, I, I suppose, you, you're not selling out because you're going to support what you believe in. Like, I, I believe in what I, the companies I support, and that's what matters. So, I just think it's crazy that everyone sits here and goes, this is the best company. You can't go with another company. I think people need to do their research too on those sort of topics. Like, yeah, it, it, it's a hard one. Like, same comes down to tyres. Oh, people will say these are the best tyres, these are the worst tyres. If you've never run those tyres yourself, you can't bag that tyre out. So, yeah, it's just another little one for a bit of a rant food for thought. But, now the Utes, so back to, back to where I was, the Utes come off the road. I pulled it off the road last week. Tray's off, tray's gone, so I've built a temporary tray. I've just nicked and nicknamed it the Norwood tray. So can't can't weld shit. Can weld weld a little bit, but yeah, I'm a sick mad chippy, so I built a timber tray that's temporary that I'm gonna drive around for the next week or two while I get it all checked out and hopefully try and get it down to the um detailer as well, get it cleaned up and then yeah, paint up a few little parts because I mean, the Ute's done ninety something thousand Ks, and it's just been peppered. Like it's it's had a hard life for ninety thousand Ks in under two years, and yeah, like a lot of trips, it's seen a lot of red dirt and dust and gravel and mud and sand and salt and everything. So yeah, it just it it needs a refresh, and that's the time now to give it. Like I'm going to pull all the bull bar off again and tidy everything up and just just bring it back. Like scrubbies and side steps or side sliders is a big one i need to get that sorted if if i can get around to it i'd love to you know put a set of fat bars fly, sliders or something on there just because I, I think they look nice and yeah go from there but um yeah that's my little sort of update there was um last week obviously there was no podcast um it has been absolutely hectic around here at the moment um a little bit of working um, working away some nights, which I, I don't get to be in the office. And then, you know, um, just everything that's going on. Like last weekend, we, or not the weekend, just go on the weekend before that, we had like a photo shoot on and then we're working in the shop on the piss bus and getting it ready and built and, you know, trying to get that YouTube video out. So it was, it wasn't delayed and yeah, different, different things like that. So um, this week's going to be just an update episode. I can't speak on next week yet. I think we're going to sort of start doing these bi-weekly until we get a couple of guest episodes completely done, ready to go out, and I suppose we're going to separate it as a season one, season two. So I think season one was good. It sort of got us off our feet. We've been able to realise what works, what didn't. Just almost a learning curve for me like learning how to edit and you know crop and upload and get everything like distributed and like changing hosting platforms from spotify to acast and it's just stuff like that that you know didn't know at the start sort of learning as i go and yeah so just going to um keep ticking them off the list but i've i've got like as i've been saying in the last few episodes got a couple of guests lined up i've I think it's just sort of we're in the middle period at the moment where I'm stuck between being so busy with getting the ute ready with upcoming trips, 
um, a lot of other stuff going on with work, background, personal life that, you know, the potty's, the potty's easy to do each week. It's, we just don't want it to be stale. So that's, that's where we're stuck with a little bit. And, um, it, it's sort of at that stale point because we're just trying to get that, um, that merge between sort of like the first solo episodes with like just the boys and us and then bring in some bigger guest episodes and really kick it off hard. Um, the aim is to be able to do this full time and you know, it, it is hard, but, and it's a step back from like the money I was earning, obviously plastering and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, it's um going to be one of those things like always welcome. If there is a brand out there that wants to do a bit of advertising and be a sponsor of the show and, anything to help out us to be able to help them out in return. And yeah, like it's another thing, like the, the sponsors that you've heard on the episodes now, they'll be there for absolutely ever. Um, if, if those terms run out, then they run out. But yeah, when those sponsors are there, if you listen to episode one, that, that sponsor is going to be on that episode until episode 300 or 400 or 500. They're going to be there forever. So that's that's where I sort of talk the benefits in of if you do want to sponsor an episode, like getting quick because the time is now, like you might be able to sponsor an episode now for a hundred bucks and that hundred dollar sponsorship in a year's time might be worth, I don't know, a thousand bucks because if, if the notoriety be, oh, Jesus, what was that? If the notability is there, then, you know, you, you might get in quick. Your name's going to be mentioned that episode forever. If if it gets up in the views and people start hearing it, they're just going to know about it. So it's I say there's a, a cheap way of advertising for yourself if that's something you're keen on. But I know it's not for everyone. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Sponsors sponsors help, and look, I, I don't just pick any random sponsor either. It's it's people that I really want to work with, people I want to actually help and support. And I mean that's that's where I'm so happy that. I have had some really good um, companies jump on board to help me, support me, like whether it's parts or money or, you know, um, product endorsements. Like it's it just, yeah, makes everything keep going around. It, it keeps keeps us doing this um, for the fans and everything like that. So, yeah, I, you'll always hear me say it. I can never thank the brands and the people around me that support me the most because I can never thank them enough. It's just that's why I keep doing it and that's, what helps us keep going with, you know, being able to produce videos. So, yeah, without harping on that too much, yeah, that's sort of what I'm getting at, getting at there. Um, over the last two weeks, I've just had a bunch of random stuff sent to me. Um, so everyone would have seen since we did the last podcast, Palm Creek. There was a, it looked like a Chop eighty series flip. Um don't know how the bloody hell happened it's it's like probably your worst fear when you're up there like they have some gnarly drops in there and like doing it in my ute last year i was shit myself I, I, there's no easy way to say it but yeah I, to break down what sort of happened with the 80 flipping into palm creek like he's come down hard and it's it's almost like he's locked up the brakes when he's hit the bottom and the momentum's just kept going forward and it, it could have had anything to do with it, how fast the back wheels or the suspension preloaded once he went over the lip and it just kept momentum there or if it's just undercut that much that it's it's giving that option to flip. But, yeah, man, like, I don't know. It's 
to see it go over like that, it's pretty gut. Like, it would shake anyone up going, holy shit. So, yeah, um, once you're in that hole too, like, you can't really get out of the car. You can't do anything while you're there. So, it's just, like, to see the, the video come back of it being winched back over, like, I don't know, everyone's got their speculation of how you do it and I wasn't there, so it could be right or wrong here. And one of the other boys actually mentioned this to me, but when you're pulling a car that's, you know, you're talking three plus ton, it's a pretty big car that went over. You have one person with a strap on the side sort of like holding it straight, I guess, and you just had a winch. It looked like a single line winch pull. Now, I'm not the expert with recoveries, but... You'd think you'd have two or three cars there, double line pulls, all the power, all the strength. It wouldn't be fast, but it'd be very strong. I think they were putting a lot of faith in just, you know, a single winch and a strap just to keep that car upright to pull it over. But hey, they got it. At the end of the day, they got it done. I wasn't there. It's it's very hard to put into the circumstances of what was around. Was there enough cars to recover it? All that sort of stuff. It all plays out and... You know, everyone's an expert and a keyboard warrior online and, yeah, that just comes to go with it, I suppose. So, yeah, bit full on, but as I say, if you weren't there, it's hard to comment on how it actually happened and what's happened and all the stuff that led to it. So, yeah, that was definitely a worse fear sort of unlocked in your brain, I suppose, to see, like, never thought it would happen, Unfortunately, it did happen. I'm sure it's probably happened in the past, but it wasn't filmed or something like that. But yeah, it's power of social media. We get to see that stuff sitting on our couches at home. So um, that was sort of added in as a suggestion with that for the call line. Um, the injector call line, if, I don't know, if you wanted to call up, obviously the giveaway running this week, your car-related or job-related incidences the worst fear in life unlocked like some people will like call up with your worst fear what if we put it that way like some people's worst fear can be like i don't know a fucking spider your worst fear could be heights um i don't know like i've got fears of um anyone that's been following me for a long time like elastic like spring-loaded stuff like it's weird but yeah stuff like that like um what's the best one like a coil over um if you you know how everyone uses a coil over compressors and then you just you see the videos releasing of them all the time and getting people's hands jammed or hitting in the face that's like my fear or one of them i suppose i'd say it's just yeah it's cringeworthy so yeah um what is you i I want everyone to sort of like ever message me on instagram or tag me in something or even call the call line what's your worst fear like, even commenting under the recent post, like, what's your worst fear in, like, anything like that? Because I know there's a lot out there. And it'd be interesting to ma- ask Maddie and Andre maybe on the next episode what theirs is because, yeah, we've, we've, all, we've all got them. So. Um, another one seen, obviously, over the last week, clout chasing. There's fucking... It, it, there's no right or wrong way to answer this question. There's there's a lot of people out there clout chasing. Um, do I love it? No. Do I hate it? No. But it's it's there for a reason. Like there is right and wrong ways to go about it. Um, look, you, you you could be supporting someone to the asshole at the end of the universe, and 
people are just going to go, oh, you're clout chasing, you're, you're trying to hold up off them and that. Like I sit there with some of my best mates, um, people who have absolutely no interest in social media and we'll just hype absolutely everything out of each other. And it's not clout chasing. It's if you, if you, I look at it and people look at it differently. I look at it as if you're a mate to me or you're good to me. I don't care how much I support you or I've got to help support you or you support me, whatever way it goes. I'm still going to bloody help you. It's not because I'm clout chasing, but I think, I think where the clout chasing gets comes into it really bad is where people are using someone else's name to shit on them to gain fame and we, we've seen it over the last few weeks it's happened to one of the big names and a couple other big names and they will they'll sit there and go oh this post uh, a lot of people asking me about it blah 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 you all wanted to know and a lot of people asking me this blah 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 Oh, uh, this happened, blah, 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 and this. And then they lie about it, which is an obvious lie to anyone that was there and knew about it. But then they'll turn around a day or two later and say, oh, this wasn't for clout, but I just thought people should have known about it or that sort of shit. And, you know, or it, it, it's a touchy subject if I can cross on, but there's a lot of people clout chasing out there for the wrong reasons. And if you're trying to put someone else, we said in a few episodes back, if you're trying to shit on someone else, it's probably because you've got own insecurities in your own life that are holding you back. Like it's easier to tear someone else down than to build yourself up. It's fucking true. Like if you want to go out there and just keep shitting on someone with followers to try and gain some clout on it, go for it. But you're never going to get anywhere and you're never going to be as far as the person you're going to be shitting on. So I, I, I sort of look at it this way. If I want to go out and shit on someone with 100,000 followers or 200,000 followers, I might catch them. In a very long time, I might catch them, but I'm never going to be better than them. Um, it, it goes the same way as if someone's got 300 followers. At the end of the day, if I go and shit on someone with 300 followers... You're never going to be better than them and you're probably going to be worse than them. Like that person with 300 followers, I know if I, I go out right now and start shitting on them with 20,000 followers on an account, it's they're probably going to gain more followers out of that than I will from it. And it's it doesn't get anyone anywhere. It's, it's a toxic side it sort of comes back to in the industry is people love to shit on everyone else for jealousy and hate and, you know, people... Uh, trying to pull up a good example of it is like in Australia someone builds a car and everyone's going this is the dumbest thing like this person is an absolute idiot and then you see Whistling Diesel this week burn down a Ferrari and people go this guy is the best bloke ever he's fucking amazing blah 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 and you see that and go hold on weren't you just shitting on someone in Australia and YouTube the other day for what they're building or what car they've made or the decisions they're doing or the trips they're doing or the content they make and you're like it makes you question going these people are doing the exact same or legit content or whatever it might be but then you want to go and shit on someone who's a legit troll like whistling diesel or whatever who does do some sick content like i love his stuff because if you get mad at someone having fun at their own expense then you're just jealous or you're a hater like who cares if he's burning down a car or breaking something it's it's funny it's content he, that's what he does that's his brand who gives a fuck? But yeah, like it's it, it's just it seems to always come up that someone's jealous or hates or like I get it as well. I I have people 
hit me all the time. And to be honest, I, I can't even bring up a scenario at the moment because I just ignore it. I block them. I don't, really couldn't give a fuck what you think of me. If if you like me, I'm going to do everything I can to help and support you, whether you've got followers or not. If you're a good person to me, I'll be a good good person back. It's um, But yeah, if, if you want to come like even to me in person or socials, whatever it is, and you want to have a go at me, you want to run me down, whatever it might be, I'm all for it because I, I either learn who you are or I'm going to find out who you are. And it's just, it, it it's normally, you see people, it's they might be shitting on someone it's probably because they've had a bad day at work or a bad day at home or something else is going on in their life and they just need to vent some steam. But unfortunately, they might be venting it the wrong way. So, yeah, it's a bit of a... um bit of a rantish touchy subject when it comes to like the word and term used in quotations like clout chasing or whatever it is like there's no easy way around it like fortunate fortunate for myself like I do have those contacts where I can reach out to some people with bigger names and you know talk to them and people go oh you just you clout chasing or you're riding his dick for followers and views and at the end of the day if, if you're using someone else to gain followers and views you're never going to gain a you're never going to gain that audience that is like genuine is, is probably the best way to put it. If uh, do you, like not every single person is going to go out and, you know, if, if I went over to the USA right now and hung out with Danny Duncan, Whistling Diesel, Diesel Brothers, Cletus McFarlane, any of those blokes with million plus followers on their YouTubes and all that, if I go out and hang with them for a week or one day or one month, I'm not going to have a million followers. It doesn't work like that. Like, you give someone a shout-out on... If I give someone a shout-out on my page, I've got 20,000 followers, or I give my other account a shout-out, if I can get 10% of those people um, across to a separate platform or an account or something like that, I feel satisfied. Like, if, if it's more than that, I'm absolutely stoked because there's... You sort of work out what's going on with your followers after a while and you see who's interacting and the engagement and everything that goes on. You're never going to be able to, unless it's a one-off viral post, like there is the one-off viral post and all that sort of stuff, but every single post isn't going to reach every single 20,000 20, followers that you have to one post. It's not going to reach 20,000 followers to every single story unless it's a viral stupid story or something like that. Like, And... People that are in that space will understand what I'm talking about. Like, there are actually, I remember Jake Paul saying it on one of his interviews. He said, You can have 20 something million followers on Instagram, but you will still only have a million people watch your stories. And it's fucking true. Like, you can't expect to have every single one of those accounts be following up. But then I, I think the people that get confused with it is like, they'll they'll come across and go, oh, if this account that's got heaps of followers gives me a shout out, I'm just all of a sudden going to have millions of views. It's like, all right, if someone with 100,000 followers gives you a shout out, you might get, I don't know, 300 followers or something or 100 followers or whatever it might be. But it's it's also gaining that, you're getting that attention there, which is good, but you want to do it in the right way, I, I feel. Like, I don't know, sort of a sort of situation like, even for myself, like, preach like eat what you preach sort of situation like i don't know sometimes i could be good or bad at it like 
I'll jump out there with my friends and I'll tag all my friends' accounts in the content if they're involved with it. And it's the same as like sharing posts. Like I don't want to be sharing every man these dogs post if it's got no benefit to the people I follow. But I also want to support the people I support. So it's like as simple as liking a video or reel and commenting on it. And, you know, I've got the second page where I share a lot of just funny and dumb stuff and then I've got my main account where I try to keep it just content based related and uh, it's yeah it, it's just a, a fed in subject that just keeps going and going and going so I'd, I'd, I'd love to hear people's opinions on the so-called quotations of clout chasing like it's everyone's got a different answer to it too so yeah not to take anything out of context it's it's just the way it is like people see it all differently and people act on it differently. So yeah. Um, <laughs> this got mentioned through the week, unsecured loads in like full, whether it's four drives or trailers, whatever it is, it's everyone's going to do it at some point. Um, but the thing I find crazy is like you can have a trailer without a tarp or you try without a tarp or a net and you get done for an unsecure load, then it got pointed out, you see these cane trucks everywhere, like where we are in South East Queensland, you see a cane truck, and if you follow one of those cane trucks, and if you ever have followed one, you'll know what I mean, there is sugar cane flying across the road everywhere from the top of the truck. So I guess, how the fuck can we get pinged for having a tie-down strap loose in our ute or whatever, but then a cane truck can just freely roll down the road like, there might be an answer for it. There might not be, but yeah, I I think it's absolutely stupid. It's yeah, it's a carry on. That's for sure. Just yeah, um, I understand unsecured loads. Like if you, you know, if you're gonna have a crash and something might become a projectile, then yeah, you got to think about that or whatever. Or if someone's gonna fall out of the ute or trailer or truck, you got to think about that. But yeah, it's I don't know. Loaded question that I think it'd be good to go into details with with someone who is maybe been done by it or even with the boys to sit down and have a chat about it. So, yeah. Um, another, another few things here. Um, I've just been out to the motocross today in Coulomb. Um, bloody ripper race and the track was so busy. As a lot of people know, the local to sort of southeast Queensland all involved in the motocross community. The Coolum Pines motocross track is actually getting closed down at the end of this year. So it was the last national event they're holding at Coolum. Um, yeah, it sucks to see that track go. Like I grew up racing bikes and riding bikes and did a bit of riding at Coolum and yeah, it's it sucks to see a track as famous and sort of well known as that one in Australia to get sort of their lease on the, like their council lease on the land taken. So they've got to move the track and close it down and relocate. And yeah, it's a, it's a big bummer, but it's good to see how many people are out there. Like so a lot of people I knew around locally and just other people that you see traveling to come up to Coolum and see how busy that track was for the nationals was awesome. So yeah, it's it a bloody ripper day. Like I went out there this morning and just got to see everything watch a few races, the track was rough as hell. So, yeah, a bit full on, but you know, it, was, it was really good to see. Um, following on from that, 
I think just an honourable mention, you've got the Lawrence brothers over in the States right now. So last week, um, Jet Lawrence, he is a Lansborough bloke from the Sunshine Coast. Jet Lawrence has just gone out and won the 450 um, outdoor championship title. Like, a perfect season so far. Like, is absolutely unreal. So at the time of filming this, I haven't watched the Bud's Creek 450s yet. But, um, yeah, it's, it's absolutely unreal to see some Aussie blokes getting, you know, two brothers over into the States. Like, his younger brother, sorry, I corrected, Hunter, Hunter Jet's older brother, is in the 250s and he's winning the series at the moment. Like, it's it's unreal to see two Aussie brothers over in the States absolutely killing it in the motocross. Like, uh, just it's just a good mention that I think needs to be made more for Australian sports especially is I haven't seen absolutely nothing on Australian news or media about these two blokes over in the States killing it. Like, these are two Aussie athletes at the top of the world of motocross riding at the moment. Like, if, if you're in that industry of motocross, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But for anyone that doesn't, like, these boys are absolutely killing it. Like, striving to the top. Like, everyone's heard the names of Chad Reed, Ricky Carmichael, James Stewart, Ryan Dungey. Like, the greatest riders of all time. It's, they've all got their eras of, like, these blokes, like, Dungey, Stewart, Reed. They've, they've all got the titles of greatest of, like, all time. Greatest of their time, I like to say. I think this is one of those races like this season for Jet to be first year in his 450s, do a perfect season, win the championship. That is a contender title of the greatest of his time. Like, it's in, it's insane. So, bloody massive. Just It's an honourable mention on the potty is, yeah, absolute big congratulations to those boys killing it over in the States. And I think Australia... And Australian media needs to do a better job of publicity for just Australians in general um, heading overseas and competing, and whether it's motocross or sports or whatever athlete it might be. There's so many things out there. And I suppose that's another one that's sort of been getting the praise this week is the Matildas. Like the soccer guys, I, I could not give two shits about walking, ugh, watching soccer. It bores the absolute shit out of me. But for some people, they love it. And I'm all for it. And I think we yeah, do support Australian sports and athletes and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, um, it was good to see that, you know, they're going out. And they're, the whole media is supporting these, um, the Matildas in soccer and all that. I think they come forth. But they're getting so much mention of it. Meanwhile, there's like, yes, they come forth and it's a huge feat for a soccer team to come forth even in the World Cup, I think it was. But you've got these two blokes that are Aussie boys over in the States winning titles and there's just absolutely nothing of them. Like, I mean, I know motocross isn't as big as the soccer in the world and all that sort of stuff, but yeah, it's just crazy that those sort of things don't get a bigger mention. It comes back to every year, like, Toby Price out in the Fink and when he was racing Dakar, he's a local Aussie bloke. Like, But you don't see any of it. You might see a five-second clip interview. Like I know last year, or I think it was last year or the year before, when Toby Price went into the Dakar, 
and you, you, you watch a news segment that went for 30 seconds and you go, what the fuck is this? So even, even with Fink Desert Racing out there, like I think, oh, there's some stupid um, records or series, series wins in a row for like David Walsh on the motorbikes and then Toby Price in the trucks and the times and all that. But there's absolutely nearly zero mention of it on media. So, I don't know. Sort of annoys a lot of people a bit that I do know that follow that sort of stuff. And, yeah, it, it'd just be good to see a lot more of it. Like, I mean, podcasts and stuff like that now are, are the way. Like, you've got Gypsy Tales, anything for motorsports. Gypsy Tales is, like, the first one to mention it and talk the highest about all these blokes, which is absolutely unreal. And, yeah, I suppose we sort of... I, I sort of want to sit here and do the same thing with my podcast is come out and, you know, if there is a big achievement with Australian social media, mention it. Like even we did mention a few weeks back, like, you know, you've got some big Aussie YouTube names going over the States. Like you've had uh, Matty Baker from Explore Life. He's just gone over there with like Nav and um, I think his partner and he's um, like videographer. You've just had... Oh, I think still over there is full drive twenty four seven. You got like Shawno, Graham. Um, I think Jocko was over there. Uh, Tim from Mitz or Alloy. So like seeing some Australian brands get over there. Uh, like Patriot Campers, they're doing absolutely unreal. Going over to the states, expanding their business. Like it, it's awesome to see Australian stuff progressing. But no one's talking about it in Australian media unless it's on social media, like. I, I know it's everyone's got their different opinions of every single name I've just said, but like it or not, because those boys are doing what they're doing and expanding the business from the top level is the reason that all of us are in four drives. All of us have some of the best gear out there, merchandise, stuff to follow, watch, find out. Like 10 years ago, half these places, the tracks, the campsites, all the journeys that everyone goes on these days, no one would know about them if it wasn't for YouTube or social media or anything like that. And it's because of these people that are famous or have the top names produce it and show how to get to these places and where to go and what to do. It's a reason why we all go out there and do it. I think we just need to show some support about it. So, yeah. Um, that was just a, another little quick quick tip in topic i suppose um i was thinking i might give might try something and see if we can call maddie and andre uh one by one and just see if they've got something to fill in for this week so hang tight and we'll be back when we can get on to either maddie or andre oh what's just recording on the potty mate what's going on what's your update for the week and what have you been doing Oh, mate, you know, just the same old, just working old 40-hour week. Um, just picked up a few goodies on the weekend from Rufax Galore and just installing them at the moment. Yeah, nice. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, it's just been a quiet weekend. Uh, me and Chloe really haven't really been doing much. We've just kind of just been putting the car back slowly together as it is always every weekend. <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. Uh, I've just gone through a few bloody topics and shit on the potty. Fucking doing a little solo, yeah. solo weekly update. Just thought nice, I might, nice. might give you a call and see if you got anything to add into this week's episode. No, well, have you talked about the, the absolute crackdown at DI this weekend? No, I haven't actually. 
Yeah, well, that's that's been playing on my mind all weekend, hey, and that's really yeah. why we haven't really left the house at all. Because every every time I seem to jump on Instagram stories, someone's getting defected. Yep. And yeah, yeah. it's it's all coming from this road safety week thing. Yeah, well, that's that's another one to mention is road safety week. They're going to be out there everywhere, but I think I said it to you. It doesn't help when everyone everyone wants to go up DI on the weekend. They all post a week heading into it. Oh, let's go up DI yeah. weekend. Big big meet at DI this weekend. And then you they cry like a baby when, you know, there's police there. Yeah, it's like, yeah. why are you advertising with a modified car that you're going away and what location you're going to? Uh, yeah, and I think I saw actually a few people putting up bush doofs as mm. well up there, like a, a few big parties. So I think, yeah, I think that's why they're cracking down at the moment up there. Yeah. And like, not... Not this weekend, but the weekend before. Did you see there was a Ute rollover or something up there? Yeah, I did. I did see that. That was last weekend, eh? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. I, I ended up screenshotting I the. That. I screenshotted the post and it was like, I I can't remember what page it was on because I've cropped it out, but it was like a member of the public has messaged admin as a witness to an accident that occurred on Tiwa over the weekend last weekend. For oh. when you listen to this, he was camping his own three Saturday night when he heard a crash. Saw a lot of people crowding around a car. It rolled. He went over to check, and everyone was okay. He asked very, he was asked very sternly not to take any photos, not to tell anyone of the accident. And after taking a couple of photos, the group members, he found out that the driver was drunk and did not own the vehicle. He tried to find the driver to check if the driver was okay, but he ran away from the scene to avoid any trouble with authorities. Police and rangers never showed up, and he was asked by a bunch of young P players to delete the evidence. However, he thinks people should see that what's happened, and it's just—it looks like a Colorado dual cab sitting on its roof. <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah. tip-ins. So that's what they were doing. No, it was driving over a dune. Oh, what? They were driving over dunes. Yeah. Oh come on, man! That's just destroying the dunes. Yeah, well, that's that's what I said. Like, it's just it's fucking dumb. If if you're drunk, you don't own the car, and you're fucking crashing it. Like, yeah. You know, that's yeah. That's wow. But, like, fucking, yeah, people fuck up and they do the wrong thing and social media does have a voice now to be able to fucking, you know, mention and show all this shit that does happen that didn't, like, yes, it was happening 20 years ago, but there was no social media, so. Yeah. Jesus. Um, And there wasn't as many up as well. Hey? There wasn't as many people going up as well. No. But yeah, you know, this this week was bloody busy up there. Like I know you would have been seeing all the Snapchats and stuff. It was busy up there. Yeah, it was it was packed, man. Proper. Yeah. And like like yesterday was windy. Like it wouldn't have been that it wouldn't have been that good to be up there. But today's absolute a pearl of a day. Oh, beautiful. And I can understand why there's every man and his dog up there today. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, not not much happening real, Mac. Just um, just yeah. getting the car ready. Uh, we're yeah. going away actually on holidays, on yeah. not this weekend coming. Yeah, we're going on a little cruise, me and Chloe. Bloody half your luck, mate. Yeah, yeah. no, something different. You know, get away yeah. from the car. Um, yeah. Little couple getaway. Island pop up, and it'll be the third time I left the country. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, no. So no, it's gonna be good. I'm excited. And then a couple of weeks later is um, Cape York. Head up north. Head up north. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I get my buddy you sorted and done. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. what what's what's been happening in your little world? 
Oh, I've, I've sort of already mentioned, so I don't want to double up on the body, but yeah, just getting the year ready. Same old. So. Yeah, yeah. So we saw that you got the tray off. Got the tray off. New tray's coming. Yeah, it's all, yeah, all, all coming along. So Nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, Norwood tray is in full action this week. <laughs> so what what have you done what have you done just put timber slacks or something around it yeah so i got a bit of buddy standard treated pine fucking just cut it long ways with me chassis rails bolted on there <laughs> two across for the mud guards and then one across the back for the light bar <laughs> <laughs> oh bush mechanics at its finest hey it, it's not one of the worst ones i've seen that's for sure yeah so. I've seen some pretty good. As, there's been a few new ones driving around with absolutely nothing on the back lately. I'm going, how are you guys not being pulled over yet? Yeah. I reckon I'll sell this fucking thing when I'm done with it. <laughs> so, so, there, there will be someone out there that would buy it. There probably would be, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, for, for I mean, all you'd have to do is put a couple extra slats across it and then maybe a sheet of ply and it'd be a flat deck sort of tray. Yeah. You might not be that a fabricator, way. but oh, you could be a fully sick not. chippy. <laughs> The fully sick chippy, which you were either none of them. Yeah. <laughs> Fencer, bro. Fencing. Yeah. No, uh, that's Yeah. So, uh, how's, how's the yeah, fucking that's... giveaway, butt bud? Oh, dude, I'm excited. I, I, won't, I can't believe we got second in your giveaway. Yeah. I, I, I sort of. I was so stoked, man. Because oh. we were watching it. We were putting our back seats back in, in the car this morning. Yeah. And then I, I must have completely missed it that we won. Yeah. I thought I was just out for a different name. And then, yeah, you rang this up and going, oh, you, you got second place, you idiots. I'm like, how? <laughs> yeah. And that's like I've had a couple of fucking stern messages, I'll say, from people this morning like, this is fucked, it's rigged, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I just fucking ignored them. And it's just like, look, at the end of the day, whoever's entered the most, supports me the most, like I went back through a couple of the comments, they'd entered once into their mm. giveaway and then they're saying, oh, it's rigged, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they had a one in 1,400 chance of winning. Wow, is that how many entered? 1,400. Yeah, and then like people like yourself, I think I think you had a fair few entries in there from what I counted. And then like yeah, yeah, some, we, some of the other boys had, like I think the biggest name entered in there was 35 entries. Holy. It's a lot of entries, but you know. You've got like a ballpark, you know, like a, say a one in twenty-five chance of winning. Then, yeah, so, yeah, literally. It's um. No, we we had someone message us goes, oh, this is rigged too. Did you rig Sam? I was one as well to win Land Cruiser. I'm like, dude, I didn't even believe. I can't believe that we won Mackers. <laughs> yeah, like it's. I didn't even draw the names. I put it so I in went a random generator. No, it wasn't even a random generator. I went to a website where you put in the post URL. It pulls out the names that have entered oh, and yeah. followed correctly. And then you pay 10 bucks and it sends you the winner's names who have, you know, followed the giveaway rules and done all that and blah, blah, blah. And then I can, yeah, yeah. I can go through and double check it myself, obviously. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, fucking that's what happens. I've, you, you do it legit so you don't have to deal with this sort of stuff. And I mean, if, if it was a paid ticket entry, it would be done to the yep. next level again and the next level again and goes on and on. But like I said with the last giveaway at 10,000, three of the boys who won it were local boys and two of them I've been mates with for years. 
like yeah. not very close with them, but I know them enough that I can go say hi to them and message them and whatnot. But at the end of the day, some of the biggest people that support me are some of the closest people to me. So yeah, and your biggest supporters, mate. I'm yeah. your biggest supporter. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> My biggest fans. <laughs> My biggest fans. But yeah, I was, nah, nah, I was yeah. actually like, when I seen it, I just got, like, I, I had it all on video. I was like, got goosebumps. And I was just like, there is absolutely no bloody way that this has happened. But yeah, there yeah, it is. Yeah, same. I, when you rang me, I, when you rang me I, was, I was gobsmacked. I was like, no, you're not. You're joking with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, fucking Jake that won first place, he was in bed. And the boys were actually watching it, and they've they've like started yelling yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did see I did see Luke and James and all them bloody commenting. Yeah, Coop and all that in there. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's. I'm also happy to see that shit's going to go somewhere where it's going to get used too. Bloody oath, bloody oath, mate. We'll use them. Yeah, we'll bloody use it. Um, bloody good, good brands, good companies there. So, oh mate, it was an awesome giveaway. Bloody ripper. Uh, just wish we could win first prize yeah <laughs> nothing like Second a tune best. yeah yeah nothing first like you last tune, mate. yeah first you ain't first you last that's it <laughs> no one remembers second <laughs> oh but yeah no it's it just comes in like next giveaway is just gonna have to be bigger and bigger again until i don't know one day we start giving that's away what a car. I mean, yeah right. yeah exactly and we'll we'll be getting ready for our 5k giveaway soon on youtube so Oh, yeah, yeah, YouTube one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're almost at three, three k now, so um, just a few followers off three k now. So yeah, two more. We'll get a few more videos coming out. We've got to edit. We've got heaps backed up. So yeah, um, and everyone's been dying to see this inside of the um, canopy. I, I know only a few people have seen it, and it's only yep. just a prototype. But yeah, it'd be good to get um, that video out and show everyone. Yeah, exactly. Especially when we're going. Uh, we've been chosen to go to the Sunny Coast. Expo four by four Expo camp and all that with Mission Built. So when when's that on? Yeah, uh, the twenty fourth of September. Fucking hell. Yeah, so I'm we're literally coming straight from Cape York to there. Jesus, that's going to be uh, a big clean up. It's going to be a huge clean up. We'll get a couple yeah. of days in, and it's going to be the car's going to be on display for about three days. So yeah, if anyone's around, wants to come yeah. see us, say hi, check out the car. Bloody yeah, be there. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so I'm just putting the final touches on. Got to get a few things ready for Cape as well. Um, and then, yeah. yeah, for the show, hopefully everyone can come down and see what we've been doing. Bloody sick. Yeah. Oh, unreal. Oh, I'm going to... Unreal, Max. I'm going to try me luck and try and call Andre next. Yeah, do it. See if he answers the phone. <laughs> see what he's been up to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, easy, yeah, he's, mate. He's had a bit on .com. Had a bit on like you. Yeah, oh, we're all busy. So we're all busy, eh? That's it. That's oh, it. Easy, mate. I'll, right, I'll, I'll give you a yell afterwards, anyway. Yeah, too easy, man. Right, I'll, I'll talk to you. Yeah, catch you, dog. Catch, catch you, man. Yeah. You. Oh, that was um, that was the co-host Maddie. So we're gonna try and jump over, give Andre a call. Got a couple of topics with Andre as well, and yeah, we'll. We'll be right back. All right, we're back on the phone. We've got Andre here. How you going, mate? What's up? What's going oh, on? Mate, um, mate, you know what? Flat out, out on site, you know, doing the most. That's and, it. Um, yeah. Working. Yeah, that's me. Who knows? 
Um, I sort of flicked you a message before and said, oh, do you have any topics to fill in for this week's episode or, or to I add? Do. A, I've got a good one. And a really good fucking topic. And I think we might be on the same topic with this one too. But yeah, I want, I want to hear your thoughts and what you've got to say. Bullshit, that's what i got to say. <laughs> so, I get this, right? I'm not going to name any names because that's fucking rude or some shit. Anyway, people look down on you when you do that. Yeah. But what's the go? Right, what's the go? And everyone fucking knows who I'm talking about too. What's the go with some people ripping out some fucking hell mad suspension mods on some random shit mm. and then trying to play it off like it's the fucking bee's knees? Yep. Like... And said people should know better or should have done research. Okay, this is what I'm yeah. talking about. Right? What well, fuck's the go with that? And then, well, I, th- you know, I like, think I think what it, just, I, I, I like, think what like everyone knows what we're talking about. It's, it's Sam Ols sort of. I think it's calling <laughs> sex, sexy or whatever he's called the build or whatever. It's it's meant to be like a non-street legal build. That he's put a four-link yeah, kit in, dude. That I, I everyone's guess staring that it's it up. Fucking show car and it's never going to do anything. Yeah. However, there's a lot of people looking at him, going like, "Fuck yeah, I'm going to do that to my rig." You wouldn't believe how many people have sent me a photo of that and be like, "What's wrong with this? Why can't I do this?" Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, a person in this situation should be taking a little bit more care with that kind of thing because a lot of people are looking at that. Taking notes. Yeah. Well, and, people sadly don't know yet. And I, I think someone like myself, where I can play like the devil's advocate on it from the outsider point of view, where I would just look at it and go, because I looked at it and I've gone, oh, that's sick. And it wasn't until someone actually mentioned something that I'd sort of had a little bit of knowledge to go, oh, that's right. Like you've got to sort of separate your arms and you're probably better at explaining mm. that yourself because that's your gear. Yeah. So. But, <clears throat> Basically, the gist of it, and there's a few other issues with the actual setup, but we're not going to go into that. The main thing is you want 25% of your tire diameter is what you want your link separation to be. Yeah. Link separation is your, the distance between your upper and your lower control arm mounts, yeah. like the distance between eye to eye, okay? Yeah, and that's if, if you're too looking close together. Yes, if they're too yeah. close together, you can actually wrap your axle up. Yeah. Give it enough gas, right? So it's the same as if you have a leaf springs and you take all your leaves out, you know, they have one leaf spring left, mm. and you accelerate, it's going to wrap that axle up. Yeah. And I, I suppose so, the, best, the best way to explain it is from what, you, like, to explain it, like, in a way visually is you see a lot of people put their upper arms on the top of the, like, in a triangle on the top of the diff center, and you see a lot of the lower arms out wide underneath the bottom of the diff center. That's to get your exactly. separation. Exactly. And I, I um, think I think probably playing on the devil, devil advocate part of Sam is something could have been missed along the way or just completely forgotten about or could have been just a an honest mistake. We don't know because Sam hasn't said anything about it. Like, but oh, they, they probably the were they probably were made to go underneath or you know I'm I'm not trying to speculate in them, but it could have been just an honest fuck up. It could have been something that was. Well, the wrong information that he I was may given. be wrong, but in those videos, those motherfuckers were fully welded in. Um, I don't know what his plan is. Like, I know it's just a show yeah. car, so whatever. Yeah. Now, I've been thinking about it, though. Yeah. There is another very, very big brand that has done something very similar, but it's on a front axle center. It's on a what? Everyone knows the period. So the front axles, right? So, on, you know the radius arms that patrols run? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So, everyone knows superior engineering. Yep. Okay. Everyone knows about the superior engineering hybrid. Like, was it the hyperflex arms? Yes. I think. But basically, all they've done is they've put a spacer in the front where the front mount of the um, radius arm usually is. And then they've made a new arm which got the two bushes on the back of the diff, sort of like in a vertical position, but really close to each other. Yeah, right. So you always see a patrol with a hyperflex setup. When they hit the brakes, you see that axle twist forward a bit. Yeah. Like it's the, so the front axle has a lot less force that way than the rear, obviously, but yeah. same fucking thing. Yeah. So I was, I was, cause I was thinking about that. Cause like this thing that Sam did obviously was fuck all separation. Superior's gone and done the fucking same thing. But right. it was a bit different cause the Bizzleway is a lot stronger than the Lynx, obviously. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, it's not really far off. Yeah. And I think it'd be something to jump into like probably a, maybe a YouTube video to sort of sit there and like behind the scenes voiceover explain what's going on with different setups. Cause like you see stuff now, like what um, one of the boys has just put in his car. Like you've got, um, is it radius arm swap, like over the top of your axle and all that, like um, flip oh, over yeah, arms. And, like, yeah. Yeah. So like, so there's not, there's flip not arms that as long as you keep your fucking angles right. Exactly. And there's so many different um, setups. And I sort of mentioned it at the start of the episode. There's, there's so many ways to do a right and wrong setup depending on what you're doing. Like there's no point doing a touring setup if you're going to be racing ultra four. There's no point doing an ultra four setup if you're going to be just towing a caravan. Like it's I don't know, having the right and wrong setup for the right and wrong scenarios is still there. But very much like so. I know you've been very vocal with four links setups and where you got a lot of your information was like is it busted knuckle films? Yeah, so Busted Knuckle, they actually have the online calculators and they actually have on their YouTube a whole sort of um, playlist of tutorials. Yeah. And they show you a lot of the different ways to work out links. They, like, because they obviously, they they run rock bounces. Yeah. But then their setup, you can work out for any other different way you want to do it, but there is certain little fucking rules you have to follow one of those old link separation, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Like, like you said, there's a lot of ways to do it the correct way, but yeah. um, there is also a lot of little rules that you've got to follow to make sure it works safely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that I'm sure they're very easy to skip over some parts or, like, yeah, going, going back to Sam's build where he's doing with that sexy truck or whatever he's calling it, it's... I, I looked at it no, once. Like a Mad Max build. Yeah, it's like a Mad Max build, yeah. Mad Max, sorry. Yeah. yeah Mad Max. That's and it. it's fucking... Like, I've seen absolutely everyone on social media and, you know, going on, almost like subtly taking the piss out of it, whatever. I looked yeah. at it, I looked at it from the outside as a spot where, has he been given the wrong information? Has he just welded them on the wrong side of the diff by mistake and measured uh, them up? There, there could be so many some... factors... Without yeah. knowing from yeah. Sam himself what's happened, it's... Yeah, so I have seen some of the message that Sam has sent to some people who messaged him about it. Yeah. And it he's just playing it off like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of maths involved, not finished yet, rah, rah, rah. Like, mm. can't fucking listen to the blokes who's actually set up race setups. Yeah. Um, race-proven trucks. And and he's not. Like, he just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Um. So maybe it's just the fact that it's a show car and it doesn't really matter, but yeah, that's just what I've seen anyways. 
it, it's a, it's also a thing like I mean, like like you sort of said to me is, and you said at the start is, if you want to learn something to do yourself, make sure you do your research and do it yeah. properly. Like don't oh, look at the first video you see and go do that because you could be looking at one yeah. of your videos which might get the amount of trouble. They could be looking at Sam's or they could be looking at a yeah. Terra Crew video or someone like that. And yeah, it's yeah, I've always um I've always believed in you do your research and then you go speak to people who are in the industry who have physical experience. Yeah. Because um you get to talk to someone who's built a falling setup and raced said setup like that exact thing that he built and has raced successfully. Yeah. You you can be guaranteed you can run you can copy his setup and it's gonna work. Yeah. See? Yeah. That's that's one of the big things is like you got to be able to back up your research because I mean you can do all the research in the world and might be wrong. Yeah, like you might your source might be incorrect. See, mm. but um, yeah, yeah. Like that's I, I was like, I learned a little bit of that mm-hmm. from growing up racing motocross. Like everyone's gonna have a different suspension yeah. setup that's gonna suit a different track. The fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> a bird. Yeah. Um, but like same thing, like on motocross tracks, like you might have a sand track to a clay track. You're going to run a different tire. That just comes with Mm. people following. Like if, if no one, someone might see one person run a sand tire at a track and think they've got to run a sand tire when they really should be just running a mid soft compound tire. Like, I mean, we're going to learn a lot of that stuff as well. When we start going racing in the ute. Oh, for sure. For sure. I think the key thing is that you got to keep an open mind. You gotta be able. You gotta be willing to learn. You gotta be able, willing yep. to like say, yeah, oh, this may be a mistake. Maybe I should change it up. Yeah. Um, because that's the only way you can improve yourself, really. Yeah. Um, in that regard. Yeah. Exactly right. Nice. Yeah. No, just. Uh, been an interesting little episode today. Got got to talk to Maddie. Got mm. to talk to you. Spat a bit of my stuff out of my own mouth. Went through a few other topics and. Everything, mm. yeah. No, I just thought the the falling topic was a hot topic this week between a lot of people that I, I know we know ourselves and other people that we don't know. It we're just like, mm. you know, and it come back to like one of the sessions where it goes like, oh, almost in a way like using someone else's name to shit on someone else's name to grow your own name. And it's like, mm. yeah, you can see where they're coming from, but it's, yeah, why why put someone yeah. else's name down to make your own name look better too? Oh, that's it. That's why I just haven't mentioned the name really. Like, yeah, yeah. Like when I put up the story, I was like, well, "This is information. If anyone wants to use it, use it. If you don't, fucking whatever." And and that, that's why I like the way you sort of come across it was, you you didn't put it out there shitting on someone. You put it out there to say, "Hey, this is the way I do in following So this is the information where I get it from. This is how I do it." Like you you, you provided a place to give information to someone to learn, not just a yep. place to shit on someone else. Well, put it this way, I don't, I'm trying to, like, I don't focus on anyone else's things. I just do your own shit. Do my own thing yeah. and try and teach people as much as I can. That's um, it. The other thing is, if you start shooting on someone else, that's all people focus on. They don't actually focus on what you're trying to get across, so. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've got to run, um, but Easy. good talking, and I'll catch up with you a bit later. No worries, mate. I'll talk to you later. All right, catch up. Who wrote that? Oh, well, there we have it. That was uh, another interesting call. Um, actually, surprised. I think it's the first time we've actually been able to call both blokes and have a yarn with them. So, yeah, it's um, it's been a very loaded question with, like, falling setups and all that sort of stuff this week and what people are doing and 
I mean, everyone's going to take their little two cents out of every situation. And uh, yeah, if you want to follow a falling build and design, there's people and calculators like Andre was saying where, where you can go and do that. And, you know, ask people not like me because I'm pretty clueless with suspension geometry, but there's experts out there in the industry, whether it's, you know, you've got companies like J-Max, Superior, J-Race, Ironhide Customs, they're all going to know some sort of information about details that you're going to want. Um, and then you've got your calculators like Buster Knuckle Films. They're going to be able to provide you with the information to set up your geometry and your measurements and all that sort of stuff. So definitely information out there. And yeah, so no, I thought that was that was pretty good. Um, be able to jump on and talk to the boys. Um, as always, I haven't forgotten, we're going to finish off with Rig of the Weeks. Um, this is going to be a quick little one. I've done two rigs this week because obviously we missed last week's episode. Um, just each week, I pick out a random rig. Um, sometimes the people send me different pages and I just might see it and go, that's sick. But I don't want people to send in their own rigs. Um, this So last week's rig of the week was 79 Thor. So 79 T-H-O-R. The only reason I picked this account, I, I, from memory, I don't think they have many followers, but his camera work and the way he was presenting his reels and videos and stuff was absolutely immaculate. Like, it was just really tidy to see, you know, just some of the drone shots and that they'll get and things like that. And the photography work, it looks like a professional sort of photographer's page. And I don't know, it was just, yeah, caught my eye. I was like, that's, that's a tidy detail that was there. Um, we've had a lot of 79s that we'll mention in the rig, rig reviews or like rig mentions. Um, it's not on purpose. It's just, I, I love 79s and it's sort of, I suppose, law of attraction. If you love something, you're going to find something. So I, I just see a lot of 79s that I like, but, um, the next car they got, I actually seen it off someone's story at the Brisbane four by four show this week, which is another one show that's on this week i'm sure we'll get into that probably might do something about that next week so we'll get into the four show my four by four show a bit more maybe next week do a bit of episode on it, get the boys opinions on it maybe ask someone who was down there and give them a call so the next rig of the week is manny burton so it's m-a-n-n-y-b-u-r-t-o-n he has a it's basically a gq patrol that's been dual cab chopped tray all the works it's it caught my eye and i was just like mainly because of the color red but it's basically touring setup all the works it looks sick so just thought it was a nice mention to put on there um i know a fair few people have sort of followed him now i think he's got 20 something thousand followers but yeah just a unique build that's done from my eyes really clean and neat and yeah, I just thought that was worth a another rig mention this week. So yeah, Manny Burton and seventy nine Thor. They were our rigs of the week, guys. So go check them out, and yeah, um, maybe you might learn something from them. Um, follow along and see what their journey's like. But yeah, um, closing up, closing up for the week of the podcast. Guys, um, make sure you jump over and inject a call line giveaway is live this week only. Um, you can win a free Fluke Dometic Esky. Call up, send us a message, like a voice message or whatever it might be that we can play through the podcast 
and basically the best call is going to win an Esky. It's as simple as it is. Um, same as my 20K follower giveaway. If you are not in the giveaway, you're not in there to win it. So you've got to be in the entries to win it. It's as simple as that. So I don't care if you want to call up with any sort of yarn, whatever it might be. I want to have more, more the better, basically. Um, I think there's six so far in there since we've put the um, Instagram post up. So, yeah, get in, four drive fails, fuck-ups, funny things on the tracks, um, helpful information, DIY information. Um, it could be just a yarn to us, like, to say something, appreciation, whatever it might be. We, yeah, maybe even an um, advice. Call us for advice if we've got anything we can help you with. We will give our best shot. So, um, going to finish it off there, guys. We thank absolutely each and every single one of you for watching, viewing, listening, subscribing. This is a listener-only episode this week, so so there's no video. It's just me in the me in the office. So yeah, but appreciate everyone that's jumped on, stayed listening. I think we're about an hour and ten in so far to this episode. So yeah, it's a long episode for an update episode, but appreciate absolutely everyone that's stuck around. So we will see you next week, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Shake and bake. We out. Shake and bake. Woo! Woo! Rightio, legends. Thank you for watching or listening this episode of the Hey Big Mac podcast. We really hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. Um, look, it'd be a massive favor if you could go and leave us a um, thumbs up, a like, comment. Go follow us on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, wherever you listen to us. Um, rate us five stars we really appreciate it guys look last thing before we sign off if you ever see us in public at an event guys make sure you come up and say good day most of the time we got stickers or something with us so we really appreciate it guys thank you for supporting us with this journey of the podcast um it's something new in the industry but we really love doing it and we really love the feedback so thank you legends and if there's someone you want to see on this podcast make sure you send it to them and make sure you send them to us thank you for now we'll see you next week